Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. So Mike here from Smashing 50, and this is the episode two of the Smashing 50 podcast. And I'm talking to Anthony Anthony Bailey, who's from abfitness.training. Anthony's a personal trainer and nutrition coach. And we're going to be talking about push-ups, about uh, amongst other things today. So currently I'm doing a, a push-up challenge, which is 50 push-ups a day for 21 days. And Anthony commented on one of my Instagram posts to tell me to make sure that I'm doing some pull-ups as well to uh, to counter the, the press-ups that I was doing. So uh, Anthony, if you'd like to just Tell us a little bit more about your your background in personal training and and your 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 history, if you could. Sure, will do. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for last four years. Before I was a personal trainer, I used to do marathons, triathlons, quite a lot of martial arts, Thai boxing, jiu-jitsu. Now, I still continue to do the triathlons, but short course was supposed to long course and um, currently training Brazilian jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. Well, I was until we stopped and had lockdown. But anyway, obviously, strength and conditioning is a key part of all of these sports, which I do. But it's also a key part of what I do for a profession, which is personal training. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there, there we go. So you're, you're based in Barcelona as well, same as me, aren't you? That's right. I've been here for four years, had a bit of a midlife crisis, stopped my job in transport planning, retrained as a personal trainer. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. And so, uh, but you, your clients, you, your clients are all over the world, are they? Yeah, mm. so I... Um, I do remote personal training, so I train people at the moment in Germany, UK, as well as Spain, uh, also also Hong Kong. But my bread and butter up until recently was one-to-one personal training in person on small groups. But due to the virus, I've had to um, focus more on remote personal training because I can't see anyone or touch anyone too. You know, good, good and bad, I suppose. You know, of course, it's bad that you can't do any actual physical one-to-one, but good, I suppose, that it still works. Absolutely. I'm lucky that I, before the whole thing kicked off with COVID, that I had actually developed a, tra- a remote and online training platform already. So that was ready to go. I just hadn't really pushed it as much as I mm-hmm. should have done. But now, like you said, all the thinking positive, that's what I'm doing now. So, <laughs> Okay, so um, we'll get into just push-ups in general then. So I, I, I'm doing this push-up challenge, which means I'm doing 50 push-ups a day for, for 21 days. I actually did a 21-day challenge the same prior to that, and I thought it was a great idea, so I thought I'd invite people to, to join me on this second one. And I, and I really saw a lot of, I mean, I, in the end, I was up to an average of 88 push-ups a day in like about, four, about four sets. That's brilliant. Really good. And I saw a, a massive change, like in my upper body, in my shoulders, and my chest, because I'm, I'm, you know, real weakling, really. And, uh, <laughs> Lean. And I, yeah. And I, and I was like, oh my god, I'm actually just doing these push-ups. It's taken me no time, but um, I, I'm seeing some real change here just by focusing on them and doing them every day. So, like, can you just talk 
talk us around push-ups and you know what they're good for i've heard that they're like a whole body exercise and and the technique and things absolutely yeah so press-ups are they should be a bread and butter for everyone to do including women as well because um okay they're not full body they don't do every muscle in the body but they do your chest and arms specifically that's what they focus on and they they do your core Mm -hmm. a lot because they're essentially a moving plank um yeah and the the good thing about them is is that you can scale them up so you can if you're just doing them on your feet that's 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 your standard but you can put your feet up on a chair or even higher and then it becomes even harder so -hmm. you can really um increase the resistance that way um you can move the spacing of your hands wider to to hit your pecs more or closer to hit your triceps more Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do them from your knees to make it easier. Yeah. Um, or you can do them on an incline. So you do them on, say, your, your, your feet are on the ground and you put your arms on a bench and then it just makes them easier. So they're really easy and really versatile. And you can do explosive ones, which obviously are a lot harder, clap ones, yeah. which um, where you push up and you clap your hands before you put them back down they're really good for explosive power and strength and they really gas you out as well so they're good for cardio as well so they're super versatile and you don't need any equipment for them which is why they're so yeah, good exactly and, and i found um, that it's so easy just to you know put the kettle on and i'll go okay i'll, I'll just do a set of 10 or 15 while, while the kettle's boiling and exactly you can bash out 20 in less than 20 less than a minute like easily no problem exactly. um, or you know depending on your fitness level obviously but more than that, less than that, uh, which is why and they're so good. There are a couple of peop- things that people commented on. I think you commented on one of the things. I said, well, you're, you're doing a really low, uh, slow set there. Because I, I was doing some really slow ones, which I thought was... That's right. I'm watching a guy do, doing some technique, and I don't know whether he was doing them that slow just to show people. So I was like kind of copying him. So is it? what's the difference doing slow press-ups and, and fast press-ups? Is it- so, I mean really for most people it won't make a huge amount of difference it's more the 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 main thing to think about is time under tension so if you do 10 slow or 20 faster the time under tension will probably be similar 10 slow is really hard and Mm -hmm. 20 quick or or or, you know a little bit quicker it's not going to be easier but it might feel a little bit easier because you're not slowing yourself down every time you're fashion around quicker so um it is it is a technique to use slow ones, but it, mm-hmm. it can be really hard make it yeah. and, and make and so often the harder you make it, the less chance you are going to continue doing them. So um, yeah. it's a, it is it's a really effective technique for making them good. The only the only other other thing to think about is if you're going for speed and power, you don't want to be doing things slowly because your body adapts to whatever kind of stimulus yeah. you give it. So if you do things slowly, your body will learn to do things slowly so you know for dynamic sports like any any team sports that use your upper body really so like tennis or kickboxing or boxing anything like that um you're going to want to do things quickly and dynamically so you mimic the movements that you're trying to trying to do in a sport so yeah there was another uh, comment that i got on, on one of the videos in which someone said oh, your technique's all out mate you're um your elbows are, are pointing too too far out, and 
And I was like, right, okay. And I was watching some other videos and it, yeah, it is really simple to have your, your elbows quite pointing straight out in this direction. So I've been trying to bring them back, but I found that it's really hard to have my arms spaced wider and have them pointing back still. It just feels, I mean, is that something that you need to be aware of? You're, yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, when you're starting off, just getting them done is the main thing. If you if you can start off with the right technique, all the better. So predominantly the best technique is with your elbows kind of pinned into your, your sides. Mm -hmm. It's actually, it makes them very hard, well, yeah, significantly really. harder than if you flare your elbows out to the side because you you engage your your triceps take more of the weight and your chest a little bit less so yeah if you if you have your hands kind of little, just under your arms and your, your your elbows almost in your waist trying to do them like that it's is that's it depends what you're what you're aiming for but that is the classically the the best way personally i i did them with arms flared out for years and years and years and i got told off by a boxing coach for doing them like that and i was just like what are you talking about i've always been doing them like that but then i thought about how you throw a punch and you don't throw a punch with your with your elbow sticking out you start it with your with your elbow sticking in because otherwise you get punched in the in the ribs so it made a lot more sense when i just started trying to figure out what it was the purpose of doing press-ups in a boxing um, scenario was but you know boxers do press-ups all day long so um it was, a good, it was a good basis and what about range of movement then so all, all elbows locked at the top and all the way down or just yeah depend? i mean you, you know you want to go down as you really want to touch your chest on the floor if you can mm -hmm. um go as deep as possible that's another variation you can do is you can put your hands on blocks so you can actually go further down the level of your hands but yeah i mean you want to get as full a range of motion as possible you, you, mm. you see some people do, doing kind of short short um shorter ones without a full range of motion and that is it's effective for, for whatever um that small range of motion that you know puts a lot of tension and a lot of strain which is which is good but personally i prefer to go through the whole range of motion because you get benefits for the whole your whole muscle groups all the, all the um amplitude of, of motion and so i'll just move on to the to, to what why we actually got around to this conversation which was that's right don't forget your pulls to counter that's right so so it's a real it's a real classic to um and i was the same before i did my personal training course is um a lot of people do a lot of pushing in the gym in the gym or at home, whatever, you, you know, bench press is really popular. You, you, it's easy to understand the movement. You can load it up. It's quite a kind of macho thing. And by working, and it, press ups are the same. By doing that, you work your triceps and you work your chest. So you work your pecs and your posterior, um, anterior deltoids. So that's that's the muscle on the front of your shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, but if you only, only work those, then they all tighten up and they, they get stronger. But normally when, when muscles get stronger, unless you really stretch them out, they, they get shorter and tighter. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's just the, the, the simple nature of um, muscle building. Um, mm -hmm. So if this happens with your chest particularly, then it rolls your shoulders, shoulders forward and it puts, ten, it puts stress on your back muscles because they're um, slightly out of balance when that happens. Mm -hmm. And it can lead to bad posture. And so the the simple counter for that is for every push you should really be pulling 
Mm-hmm. And for, I, know, I know you sent me some some visuals, but like some classic pulls when you're at home when you've got no equipment would be. So this is the difficulty with pulling is you, you know, with press-ups, all you need is a floor. There's a mm-hmm. floor everywhere, so you can do them anywhere. With pulling, you normally need some element of equipment. Um, you can do what's what are called supermans, where you lie on your tummy and you pretend you're Superman. You, you raise your feet up and you raise your hands and arms off the floor, and mm-hmm. it's, it's it's quite a challenging position. Mm-hmm. But that engages your back muscles, so mm-hmm. that's one way of, of doing it with absolutely no equipment. But um, if you haven't got a gym, um, you can use um, wine bottles mm-hmm. and you do what's called a reverse fly so you put one leg forward and then you raise your arms up as though you're flying mm-hmm. and then back down and you don't need much weight because um, so a wine but a full wine bottle is normally enough and you do 15 20 of them and that engages your rhomboids in the middle of your back that mm-hmm. just helps strengthen and rebalance your shoulders a bit Otherwise, you know, you can put up, load up a suitcase with books or water, bottles of water, and just do single arm rows mm-hmm. to um, just to just to get that pulling in. Because work those back muscles. The the thing I noticed was that I I've generally got a bit of a shoulder back shoulder pain, and that's been flared up recently. And I wondered whether that was because of the push ups I was doing, and I've also got a problem with rounded shoulders just from poor posture from the way I've worked for the last right. 20 over a laptop. Um, so this is all important news to me because I want to make sure that I, you know, keep my back, my my shoulders back rather than hunched over. That's it. So po- posture is a, most people nowadays work at a desk, especially if you're getting past 40, you're probably not going to be doing so much manual labor. So we work at a desk and when we work at a desk we normally have our hands on a keyboard and when hands on a keyboard your arms are internally rotated and that rolls your shoulders in mm-hmm. which is which is essentially bad posture so if you're doing that for six to eight hours a day your your body adapts because it's very clever and it'll basically give you bad posture so you need to counteract that and the way to do that is to do these pulling exercises that i've said also mm-hmm. stretch out your chest Mm-hmm. So that's putting your arm on a door frame and leaning into it and just really giving your, your chest a really good stretch out and doing that regularly, especially after doing press-ups. Because if once that gets tight, it's um it puts strain on your you know your, your shoulders can literally kind of change position. Wow, okay. That's really uh, good advice. And so what about um so smashing fifty is all about kind of health and fitness for, for men particularly in their 40s, early 50s. Uh-huh. Is there any in particular that, that this kind of demographic should be careful of or doing? I suppose it depends on each individual, really, doesn't it? But anything we need to be careful of at our age? <laughs> be careful of not doing exercise. That's the main thing. Yeah. Exercise is often thought of as a more well, young person's pursuit and Obviously, we're, we're more capable of doing much more vigorous exercise when we're younger, but the older you get, the more you benefit from keeping yourself fit and strong. Like, use it or lose it. You've yeah. got to, you know, especially with posture, you know, we, the, the older we get, we start losing muscle mass. 
that's just part of life. You can't. So you have to fight against it. You have to carry on building it, and to to do that, you need to work out, yeah. train your muscles, do body weight exercises, do do weights, do kind of sports. So that is the main thing I would say. <laughs> Use it or lose it, baby. Be careful of of not doing it. Absolutely. And so uh, th- there are things like hundred press ups a day challenge and this kind of thing that I've been, that I've noticed online recently. You know, is it is it is it? Can you do too many? Should we be taking? I'm doing 50 a day for 21 days. Should I be taking a day off? Should I be doing on off or? Yeah, I mean, you thing with press ups is that as it's body weight, there's it compared to doing big heavy weights, there's much less stress on your joints and um, and your body as a whole. So you can re- really you can do them every day. It's yeah. good to have a day off just lets your body rehabilitate, I mean, um, rebuild the muscles and just 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 lets everything reset a little bit. So, you know, six days a week uh, is ideal with it with a good with a good nice bit of rest. But I mean, if you're really keen, you can do it every day. I know people who train every day yeah. um, as long as you just ease off a little bit. But the, again, if you're doing 100, you should make sure really make sure you do a pulling as well. Yeah. But if you're doing a 21-day challenge, you, you, you'd say 21 days is all right, unless you're really feeling it burn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, you listen to your body is another one. The human body is super adaptable, and it all can overcome a lot, and a lot more than you'd imagine. Um, 21 days is fine. Uh, if you're doing 100 press-ups a day, that's, that is quite a lot. And I think the, the worst thing about doing that is that you'll – you'll burn yourself out mentally because you'll hate doing them. Yeah. And um, that's just as bad as kind of physical, any kind of physical damage you might do. Because if you, you know, if you, if you get sick of doing them and you stop doing it for another two months, then it's, it's just as bad as being injured for a month. So, exactly. you know, it's the psychological damage of doing, just whacking out doing your press arts, which is just as bad, I think. Cool. And so um, I've had a couple of messages by people just asking me, so what other exercises am I doing? Um, my reply to them was, was at the moment, I'm not, I don't really have the time to do any, anything else. I'm just doing the press-ups. But I have been thinking about, you know, um, if I'm doing a push, then of course I, I need to be doing a pull. Um, but if, if there were like perhaps three or four really good um, exercises that I could do together to complement the, the press-up, perhaps a sit-up, or, or a squat or something is there anything you can recommend so i've got instead of just the press up perhaps three or four exercises that i can do together yeah i mean and again this is this is the other problem when you start adding more and more things in is that you end up for doing a full body workout and if you try and do that every day it can get a bit you know tiring mentally and physically so it's it's, it's a tricky balance because you obviously want to balance things out and not just walk around with a massive top and skinny legs yeah um so yeah just just be careful about adding too much but the main other things are it's your core and your legs obviously so you've got your upper body chest and arms back and then legs that's your pushing um lifting exercises and your core so i I wouldn't advise sit-ups in the conventional sense they're a little bit of a dated exercise now they put a bit too much pressure on your spine um planks are a lot better for you as a, as a, as a simple there are lots of 
there are about so many different varieties of core exercises, but planks are a really good one because mm-hmm. they they work on all the kind of deep muscles. They're not so much just abs, which yeah. is what everyone traditionally thinks of as core. They they're more all the all the stabilizers that go all around, not just on your front, but all your lumbar area at the back and the mm-hmm. side. So they're actually more functional. And it's yeah, so that that's a really good one to doing planks and just just doing simple squats. Yeah. I mean, you can work out, you do, you do 20, 30 squats, you're going to be out of breath, your legs are going to be on fire. And again, it, you know, it takes 20, you know, you can do 30 squats in 30 seconds if you're doing quickly. So um, add them in, uh, you know, a plank and some squats. And that's, that's a, good, it's a good start anyway. It's a really, really good start. And if everyone did that every day, you know, we'd be so much healthier as a, race so yeah absolutely yeah. and for, for busy parents who are at home with small kids as well at the moment like me yeah and you know do, doing that takes five minutes really doesn't it that's it yeah i mean you can do a lot in five minutes i love sure. five minute workouts just try doing a minute of press-ups a minute of squats a minute of plank i mean and with a little rest in between guarantee you'll be whacked out <laughs> be gassed out if you can do a, a one minute of press ups without stopping and one minute of squats without stopping, congratulations and keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something good to aim for then, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's, how, it's normally how I test fitness of clients is um, the fitness test where I do a minute of press ups, a minute of squats, a minute of sit ups, and a minute of TRX rows. And um, there are national norms for how many. Uh, you should be able to do per for your age group. Uh, and, and so it's, it's a really good way of testing because it's all body weight as well. So, uh, and for forty plus men, did you know what that kind of average okay, is? Let me let me just let me just have a look. The younger you are, the more you're going to be able to do. Yeah. But then you know it, it kind of peaks at about twenty five thirty, and then it goes down. So for press ups, for fifty to fifty nine. 31 in a minute is excellent. What about people in their 40s? Oh, sorry, in their 40s, 34. You should be able to do 34 push-ups in a minute. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, again, it's these are, these are like kind of government norms, but, you yeah, know, I've got clients who can do 50 in a minute and they're 50. So, interesting. you know, it's, it's, it's perfectly reasonable to to think you could do 60 i've I've personally never done 60 in a minute it's one a second it's fine for the first 20 after that but it's perfectly feasible for you know anyone who's in reasonable shape to to work towards that you know it'd be hard but yes it's possible and the same for squats 60 Mm -hmm. squats in a minute is achievable for most people if you work hard cool right then so that's pretty much covered all of my questions about uh, push-ups and uh, and and the, the the counter of that, the pull up, uh, the pulling te- uh, technique. And it's so, uh, I've just got one last question for you, which is a question that I'm going to be asking all of my uh, podcast right. past guests. And it's just, uh, what's the meaning in life, Anthony? What's the meaning of life? <laughs> I'm still searching. Sorry, I'm still searching. Still searching. Just to find out. Be happy. Be, be happy as possible. Don't be an arsehole and be nice to people. That's that's my well. That's that's just a 
not, not really a meaning, but just, you know, the pursuit of happiness for you and your family. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So uh, I'll just say thanks again to Anthony Bailey. You can, uh, you can find Anthony at uh, abfitness.training. And uh, yeah, so thanks again. And hopefully we'll catch up soon when, when this lockdown is finished and we can you can test me and see how many push-ups I can do in a minute. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mike. Nice to talk to you. Nice to speak to you. Cheerio, Bye. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. Go to www.smashing50.com for more inspirational content.